0: Role for Romance is a podcast featuring four friends thirsty for D20.
1: He sounded kind of angry when he said that. for Romance! For romance.
2: <laughs>
0: That's the energy I'm bringing today. And welcome to Roll for Romance. I'm your DM, Emily, and today I have with me some incredible and splendid and wonderful people. They're maybe my friends. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, are and, we? I don't, yeah, I don't know. know. But today we're going to talk not about the romance handles as they have flown away, but instead, in honor of the poison flower theory, we are going to discuss what our favorite flowers are for our characters. Let's go with Sarah slash Lanny. Hey, um, I'm Sarah. I play Lanny. Lanny's favorite flowers. She actually has two favorite flowers. One is Hellebore because Lanny is from a very wintry place, and Hellebore is one of the only flowers that can bloom at the coldest places there. And also Foxglove because it's gorgeous and poisonous. Yes, perfect. Mm. What about Dez slash Hilrana?
2: <laughs>
1: He'll, um, I wanted to say Pussy Willow Just for
2: <laughs> <time>. nice uh. <laughs> <laughs> It made you feel gross Just saying uh, Yeah, it. <laughs> She likes Pussy
0: Willow <laughs> <laughs> just, just a bunch of teenage boys Pretty
1: much But I'm going to go with the Moonflower hmm. And she Yay. likes other night blooming flowers as well
0: what about Holly slash Ferris? I think Ferris's favorite flower would be um, magnolias, mm. gardenias, and roses—the exact same shade as her skin. Oh, very nice.
1: That seems very Ferris.
0: I like all flowers. I didn't think of one. <laughs> I like roses. I'm I'm pretty pretty basic when it comes to that. I like roses, but I like the like you're saying the not the traditional red rose, but all the different cool colors that you can get with roses. I have not done much today. Lady Hilrana's servants took over serving duty for drinks, and Frank visited the Baron's laboratory to fetch the tome he required. I do hope the guests are enjoying themselves, and that Duchess Cosima is having a nice birthday party. They are gathering around the Heartwood now, and soon the Duchess will join our family. I hope the mother is strong enough. And that her illness is cured by the ceremony. There have been no others born since Franck and me. It seems to upset the Baron. I hoped to watch the ceremony, but a strange squirrel with an eye patch has demanded that I stay and play a card game with him. He must be one of the guests. I've won some coins from him, but I'm not sure what use I'll have for them. We're picking back up with our party in a clearing around the heartwood tree where Duchess Cosima has recently been exsanguinated and pulled into the earth. Baron Bloodworth did something that didn't work, apparently? Question mark? Countess Amani had slit the throat of her companion, saying that the ritual needed more blood. That's where we left off, so I need everyone to roll initiative. Eighteen. Got a nine. 22 for Ferris. So, Ferris, you have seen what I just very briefly described. And I see Hilrana trying, running away with the necklace clutched in her hand. Yes. So, Hilrana had darted up very smartly and grabbed the ruby pendant off of Kasima's body before it completely sunk into the ground. And she is now up by the body, about to probably dart back. I'm going to move toward Hilrana okay. to try and p- protect her. So that's up closer to the tree, the baron, and the countess. Just FYI for kind of the layout of what's happening. So I'm charmed by the countess. Correct. Gosh, I don't know what I would do. If I'm charmed by her, I mean, I want to protect Helrana. Yeah. Run over to where she is. I don't. I think that might be all I'd do at this moment, because we're not actually fighting yet. Up next would be Countess Amani, who sees the very fortunate fact that her new friend, Ferris, has come very close to her and she's going to turn over and look at you, kind of letting Mark's body fall to the ground as he continues to bleed out into the earth and just beckon you over to her. No, oh, no. When you feel the pull of her bringing you towards her. And so you, don't, you can't move this moment, but on your turn, you're gonna want to move towards her. So, Hilrana, you saw that Ferris had come up to you then that then the Countess gestured at Ferris and Ferris looked like she was going to do what the Countess wanted. What are you doing?
1: Okay, well, Hilrana has just run up and then done a cool baseball slide towards yeah <laughs> to grab the pendant, did that, and then as I'm getting back up, I see you going over to the Countess, but I don't think I would know that you're charmed yet. I'm going to do some sweet ass flips as I come out of my slide, grab the amulet, flip up. Oh my God. And nice. then I'm going to trip Ferris.
0: Oh, okay. I need you to. With make... a sweet leg sweep. <laughs> so for those yeah, dope flips, I need you to roll an acrobatics check for me. Got both fingers crossed. <laughs> I got an 11. Okay, yeah. It's not, like, the coolest flip in the world. You do execute a flip, and then you're trying to trip Ferris, so it will be a contested roll. Hilvana, you need to make a athletics roll, and Ferris, I need to make a dex save. 18. 17! Gotcha. Oh, okay, so ha. you- you uh, Ferris is just barely not able to dodge out of the way, and you- trip forward. Ilrana, are you are you just like sweeping the leg? Yeah, what are doing a leg sweep. Yeah. Okay, and
1: I'm, like, I'm like down on sweep the ground, the yeah.
0: <laughs> Very serious, I love it. Um, okay, so she sweeps your legs, you stumble forward, you are now prone on the ground. Uh, okay. you don't take any damage. What <laughs> uh, the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. um, anything else on your turn, Hilvana?
1: Oh, what else can I do?
0: I would say it was an action to sweep the leg, so you have a bonus action.
1: Yes, I, wait, do I even, I don't even have a weapon to cast Shaleli on. Correct. Well, I will just do nothing, I guess.
0: Okay, so that's the end of Hilverana's turn. Up next, you all see as your pal, Pascal, has begun transforming into a hybrid man-wolf-werewolf look. His beautiful mesh-backed jacket has been torn, yeah. sadly. But Does you can the wolf s- have a tramp stamp? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you can see even through the thick fur that is sprouting that you can still see his dick. T- <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's it's just, like a every brand time no tra- fur. Yeah,
0: grows every time over he's it. transformed, he's like made sure to shave just doing that. So that yeah. eventually the hair is just like, now nah, I'm good. Or maybe he did like uh waxed it. Waxed it. So or- you know you pull the follicles out enough, they just don't grow back. What is it called? Laser the- therapy laser. Yeah, laser. yeah, laser therapy. <laughs> That's some
2: laser treatment. Daylight <laughs> therapy. Okay. Yeah. Aww. This is a serious <laughs> game. <laughs> this is a serious <laughs> game. Somebody's bleeding out. Yeah, but it's <laughs> most
0: important that you, we can see his tramp stamp. <laughs> he is going to make a wisdom save to see what he does in this moment. You see that he gets a feral look in his eye, and he's looking around the whole group, and he his eyes lock on one of the servants that are there, and he his b- whole body leaps towards <laughs> them and just pounces on top of them and starts Toscana. attacking them. Oh no! You then see that the half-orcs that had turned into these weird, blobby, gray, alien-type people look around at the scenario, look at each other, and then they both are going to try to flee, running away. There's not really anybody that's next to them except for some of you, so unless you want to stop them from fleeing, they're just gonna get the fuck out of there. I'm cool with letting them go. You gotta like,
2: fuck you, you stay <laughs> You gotta stay in this
0: madness like the rest of us. Okay, so they both flee away from the tree back towards the manor. And they're not here anymore. Lanny, you're standing there watching all of this stuff. You, there was a semicircle of, of party guests essentially around this tree. Both Ferris and Hilrana are up closer to the tree and the countess who just slit Mark's throat. You watch as the half orc maybe couple has fled. Yeah. What do you do? I'm really concerned about Mark because I feel like he didn't choose to get his throat cut.
2: Is he still alive? I thought he
0: was dead. He's currently he's, dying, he's technically right? making death saving throws, but he'll probably most likely will die unless somebody helps him. Yeah, um well I'm going to I I don't have my instruments, so I'm going to sing a beautiful song. And I'm going to run up and um, put my hand against the wound in his throat and cast mm. Cure Wounds on poor, pathetic Mark. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I won't make you roll. Mark doesn't have a ton of hit points, so he is back up to his max as the healing magic of your song. just It's kind of incredible and bizarre to watch as his throat, just the wound completely heals up. So, but now you are right up next to Mark and the Countess. The woman who had been a dwarf previously that had transformed into this bear creature has seen Pascal werewolf form, attacking this poor servant, and she leaps across the space, bounding on all fours, and then just goes to tackle Pascal. So... But that's what she does for her turn is now they're locked in a combat with each other. The two were creatures. Mm-hmm. Up next, the party guests are going to go. Let me roll wisdom save for these people. About 70% of them have enough wits about them that they immediately run. Some other people are just in so much shock that they stay there and are just frozen in place. Luke, however, has seen Hilrana run forward. Grab the gem, then trip Ferris. Luke is going to run forward up next to Hilbrana and he's going to take t- out his, his
2: longsword. He's
0: used his longsword today.
2: <laughs> <So> yeah, <laughs> his long sword, long on cooldown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's not really anybody around except for the countess for him to attack, and he is probably not dumb enough to try to do that. So instead he's going to run up and stand near Ferris and Hilrana and take the dodge action to try to just be there and maybe give them some cover. The Baron looks over at the Countess in horror and he shouts, No, what have you done? I told you I could handle this. You gave up your dominion over these woods when you turned me and left. She is going to look over at him and say, that was obviously mistake. You have done nothing to feed the Heartwood. It needs more than your feeble tending. It needs lust, it needs passion. I was wrong to take your enthusiasm for these woods as a sign that you could be an adequate steward. You have no desire in your soul. You are worthless. And she spits on the ground, tears streaming down his face. You see him pick up some earth off of the ground and rub it between his palms and then cast it out towards the Semicircle of guests that are still there and his servants and it creates this giant wall of bristling thorns that come out from the ground and it's encircles in a way that it's blocking them off from your group and then also cutting into the space next to right next to where the countess is so that she's currently in that thorn radius so unfortunately you guys are now blocked by this large wall of thorns but it's keeping the people who have no chance of like
2: Yeah, fighting it
0: all from leaving. Are Pascal and the bear
1: in there with us?
0: I would say no. They've leapt off to the side, so they are now also blocked out by the thorns. She takes a significant amount of damage as these thorns prickle into her and pierce her skin. Ferris, you saw this big wall of thorns has pretty much blocked you from running away except for further into the woods. Hmm. And the countess had told you to come to her, so what do you do? Am I aware that I'm charmed? No, you think that she is your BFF. Oh shit! So obviously I wouldn't cast against her because she's my pal. Correct. Now. Yes. But would I have the wherewithal to tell Harana to run to get the hell out of there? I would say no because you think that she's your friend and that she wouldn't hurt people. I think that you would be like, oh, well, she killed Mark, but he probably had. She probably had a reason for killing yeah, him. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. If I would feel like. <laughs> Well, what's what's the matter? This is she's fine. So I guess I probably wouldn't do anything. I'd just kind of try to get up because okay. where I'm laying down and try to walk over and see what my bud wants. You walk over with a, a nice, ferris strut after dusting, dusting yourself <laughs> off, of <laughs> a little embarrassed, the but. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but luckily, she didn't look like she was judging you yeah. too much when you fell, so she doesn't mind. Okay. Not too embarrassing for your new BFF. <laughs> and- <laughs> And then I think that everybody can make a perception check for me, except for Ferris at this moment as she's walking over there. At 21. Nat 20! Incredible. So you both notice as her blonde wig shifts a little bit out of the way with a gust of wind and you do see now the fang marks on her neck from previously. Oh no. With the Nat 20, Hilbrana, you hear the sound of heavy footsteps coming from back towards the manor. Not of the sound of people running away, but someone determinedly running towards combat. Miles, you are running through the back gardens. You saw this giant wall of thorns spring up in your path. What are you doing? Do you go towards where you think the group is. I am going to chop through that wall of thorns. Hell yeah. And, and kick through it. Just like completely, <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, I would say that just cause that's sweet and I like it, I'm gonna let you chop and uh, kick and bite <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: through,
0: through the, thorns. Bite the thorns. I do need you to make just a dexterity save to see how much damage you're gonna take from these thorns as you are pushing through them. Huh. I got a natural one.
2: Fortunately, it can't
0: get. It can't get worse than full damage. So. so you do take twenty-two points of damage as you are cutting through these vines. But you emerge out through the other side and you see Ferris walking very calmly and stepping to the side of this woman. There's a body on the ground that Lanny is kneeling by. There are obviously two vampires. You heard the sound of people yelling. On the way there, you saw a werebear and a werewolf fighting each other and people running away screaming. Is there a bonus action or anything you want to do in that moment? Yeah, can I grab Ferris and give her a kiss? Like <gasps> yeah, absolutely. dramatic, So bound So <laughs> you burst through the thorns, covered in cuts and pretty injured from getting through that wall of thorns, and you race over to Ferris and you grab her and you give her a big old kiss. Oh, me, <laughs> Lace. And and the, hey, baby. The Countess is just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. No.
2: <laughs> that was it. <laughs>
0: Incredible. I think that that kiss will give you inspiration for a future role, Ferris. Okay. Unless you didn't like it. And then oh. it gives.
2: <laughs> no, she could double inspire.
0: <laughs> Do you say anything other than just running up again? <laughs> <laughs> No, just run up and kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Next is the Countess, who is incredibly confused now. She's like, "Oh, how sweet! A goodbye kiss." And she's going to try to bite and drink Ferris's blood. Uh-oh. Now, you definitely, when she's doing this to you, I'm just going to say, even if this doesn't exactly how the mechanics work, you are not not going to be charmed by her anymore. Okay. First. I know that's not how it works, but I just think that if you had somebody come and kiss you that you really cared for, yeah. and you saw somebody get their throats lit, and then this lady who you thought was your BFF is drinking your blood, you might be like, maybe she's not my best friend. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I thought we were <laughs> best friends. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And you were already injured before. Yeah. So let's see how this goes. Let's see if she dies or not. Yeah. Oh, no. And <laughs> oh, That would suck. <laughs> Literally. I'm not gonna let you just die. <laughs> <That's>... Oh me, <melee>. like <laughs> uh, that's going to be often. a lot to hit. A 24 to hit, you yeah, so that yeah. definitely will hit five points of piercing damage. Oh boy. And twelve points of necrotic damage. How you doing, Ferris? I got nine hit points. And your uh hit point maximum that you can have, usually it would have been I think 43. Mm-hmm. It had been reduced before and it's reduced even more. It's reduced by the 17 points. You have nine max hit yes. points that you can come back to. Great times.
2: Wonderful. <laughs> fair, fair. That was me at level one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she drinks your blood and you can. everyone else can see that she looks like more invigorated now that she has done that. And she just lets you fall to the ground after she does that. She doesn't give a shit anymore. That is the end of her turn. You all see as around you, the branches of this giant tree are starting to whip up. There's an unnatural wind that is coming through the space and some of the leaves are just scattering into the air and raining down on top of you. is going to make out with the tree and see if that calms it down.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> no. Hey, tree, I see you're all worked up.
0: Okay, we're going to not have anything happening with the werebear and where. Wolf, because they're fighting each other. Yeah, that's what's they're happening. Locked they're locked in combat, in a, f- a ferocious combat, eternally Fer- ferocious. Fer- <laughs> <laughs> Hilrana, it is your turn. You saw Ferris just get almost all of her blood drained out of her. Cool, cool. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> first, I'm gonna say, "Hey, Melace. what's up? You're late for the party. <laughs> Glad you can make it. Thanks." And then I am going to cast primal savagery. I am just going to like sprint. I mean, I'm really close. I'm gonna run at her as full force as I can, and I like try to knock her down so I'm on top of her Ooh. and try to bite her face off.
0: Ooh, I love it. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. So roll your attack with your bite the face attack. off. 22. 22 definitely hits. And so you can- how much damage do you do to her? 16. Cool. And it's acid damage? Yes. Do I
1: still get to do a bonus action? Yeah. I'm gonna cast Balm of the Summer Court on Ferris. I'll use 2d6. The creature also gains one temporary health point per die spent.
0: You have this fey energy radiate out from you to Ferris. Normally, this is super healing, very helpful. Something is wrong with Ferris. She does get a very slight, little bit more tinge in her cheeks, but she's only gonna take two points of temporary HP. What the hell, Ferris? I'm wasting my- Well, you didn't know that she can't go back to her normal- I didn't. Hit points. How would I know? You were just trying to help her. Yeah. When you said that you pounced on her and were gnawing off her face, go ahead and make a athletics check, and I will do a- Acrobatics check just to see if you actually do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Emily. You are still biting her face, but you're not on top of her on the ground, sadly. Okay. I'm just standing next to her. You're just slipping <laughs> into <at> her cute <laughs> <laughs> Like a like a little yappy dog <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lanaver. What 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 are you doing, <laughs> bud? I'm going to shout. Let go of her! At the not the countess. Yes, countess. Her, she's a countess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but that's not anything because I don't have any spells to make her do that. I'm just yelling.
2: Yeah, someone's just yes. gotta yell. Because
0: I feel bad about it. I'm going to hum like a weird little chord, like you can't hum a chord. A, re- a weird little arpeggio, and I'm going to try and cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the countess. Who's not my friend. Not your friend at all. So what type of save does she have? Uh, she has a wisdom save of dicks. Uh, I don't know. Of Wis- wisdom save of dicks. <laughs> she has to save against dicks. Honey, we all need that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's 16. Dicks Wisdom (laughs) soon. Yeah. Oh, if I had that much (laughs) twenties. She gets a dirty twenty with her wisdom. Man, screw you, lady. You feel uh, she doesn't even flinch. She has no sense of humor. She has no sense of humor. (laughs) Exactly right. That was my entire turn. All right. Luke is still horrified at what is happening. He's just going to go up and try to try to bite and claw at the Countess too, because that's all he really can do. We're just both chewing on her together. <laughs> yeah, romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon a vampire. Aww.
1: And while we're doing that, like the song like this magic
2: moment, <laughs>
0: claw is not is going to hit, and the bite is not going to hit. So he does claw her with these unnatural claws that distend from his fingers. Seven points of slashing damage.
1: Our hands meet like as we're both grabbing her. You lock eyes I hold hands
0: (laughs) Both of your your mouths are full But you look at each other They're like hi
1: It's like when you both Reach for the popcorn at the same time Except for we're both eating the same vampires
2: (laughs) No you go ahead
0: (laughs) Okay It is now the Baron's turn You think I didn't try I've spent every moment since you turned me To try to unlock the passion And lost in my heart My whole being is a lie in order to try to keep these woods healthy. I know I am not enough. When I met Cosima, I found the spark the hotwood needed. A soul passionate enough to feed the forest's hunger. But now you've sullied the ritual and ruined our only hope. He is going to. It's tough because everybody's up on her, so he can't really do anything unless it's a, a, a targeting attack on her. So he care about us. He seems like he's cared yeah, about you. Plus, head. his nephew is up next to her, too. I guess he's going to cast Blight, even though he knows that it won't do as much damage to her, because that's the only really thing he can do right now. This sickly, greenish-brown energy shoots out towards her and is going to hit her square in the chest. She needs to make a con save. That is a fail, but she chooses to succeed. So she's going to take half damage, a quarter damage, actually, because it's necrotic. She just looks at him with this pissy look and as she only takes eight points of damage from what should be a very powerful spell. And she says, fine, don't take my help. I grow tired of you anyway. What a waste of a creature you are. At the end of his turn, she turns into a bat and she going fly away. Everyone around her can get an attack of opportunity on the bat if they want to, as she flaps away. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm too busy falling into Luke's arms. Ah, uh, yes, as, as the bat sprouts out and you fall towards each other and your mouths are already biting, so they just lock on you. Yep, <laughs> so me and Luke are making out now. <laughs> Covered in blood. Fang make out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your fangs just get caught, like Braces. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I'll try and. Yeah. Well, yes. no, I don't have any weapons. Damn. I'll punch at the air. Okay. I'll make a. No, I'm going to make a rude gesture. Okay. Yeah. That's all you do. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you, oh, I'll do a hellish rebuke. Hell yeah. So it's a deck save. Ooh, that's, that's, she's definitely gonna save, but she still takes half damage. Seven. Three points of fire damage to her. And I'm gonna flip her off. And you flip off the bat as so 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 a go. You can also make an attack. Melis at yeah. would like to attack. Oh, well, I got a five. Sadly. Or, no, a nine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, it, the bat is too small. So she vacates the area where your sword comes down. As Hilrana and Luke fell into each other's arms, I it was kind of awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is distracting. <laughs> How can you not look? Okay. Meles is going to go to Ferris, though. Okay. So we're going to take a brief respite from combat as Meles rushes over to Ferris.
2: Meles? Oh, my goodness.
0: What has that foul creature done to you? I think she bit me. He's going to look at her neck and then can I cast something? Yeah. What do you want to cast? Well, I don't know if it'll do anything, but lesser restoration. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to put his hand against her neck to staunch the bleeding and then just look up and make a little prayer to his goddess and Aww. try to remove whatever has happened to her. And Farris is actually going to start crying. Oh, I'm just so happy you're here. It's really supposed to be until the end of the long rest, but I don't give a fuck. That's really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel that your vitality is coming back to you. You don't regain those hit points, but your hit point maximum is not now only nine. Oh, okay. So you're still very injured, but you can feel that like your life force isn't completely drained out of you anymore. Oh, oh yeah, she'll definitely start crying and <sighs> throw arms around me, Lace, and, and hug him and then pull back and say, How are you here? I was directed here by my goddess. Uh, you know I left to go kill my twin brother. That didn't work out. Uh, I did this hyper shred thing for a little bit. Oh. I don't I don't want to talk about it, but I'm here now and you look as radiant as ever, Ferris. So do you, mean, Lace? Oh my goodness. That's just my skin regimen. Oh, well, you look great. Okay, other than making out, are you doing anything? <laughs> no. Okay, you guys continue to make out. Not gonna argue. <laughs> I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Ferris wonderful and the baron will come over to you all is ferris the only person that's injured or who is anybody else oh miley has got hurt i did get yes. thorned up okay then he's gonna save this no cures for you <laughs> <laughs> 13 plus 5 so 16 nice thank you you're welcome it's good to have you back Miley thank you i missed y'all what have I you guys you been too. up to
2: <laughs> he's like, does, oh, you, see, you guys
0: see the Baron walking over to the base of the Heartwood, and he still has tears streaming down his face. And he's just kind of pressing his hands against the roots and muttering something to himself. What's As this, this is going on? there still a Baron and a werewolf fighting. Oh, yeah. On the other side, they're totally They're still, still fighting. fighting. They're or still... maybe not fighting anymore. Oh, maybe they're oh, all making out. Yeah. What's with this guy? What happened here? Oh gosh, it's such a long story. I'm, I'm not sure I entirely understand. And as this is happening, actually, as he's touching the roots and doing this chanting, the wall of thorns dissipates because he has to end a concentration on it. And you see that there are a bunch of servants that had been there during the ceremony. All the other guests are gone. The werebear, the werewolf are gone, nowhere to be seen. Um, but you do see the treks and claw marks on the, in the ground. All of the servants... Are just standing there, staring with that blank look at the tree, with like no expression on their face.
1: Elrond so gonna stop making off Luke for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. oh, goodness. <laughs> can I do like a perception check or a medicine check or something on the tree to see if there's anything she can do with her nature?
0: Yeah, you can go up to the tree next to where the Baron is and Yeah, what do you, what do you what do you want Hilrana to be doing in this moment?
1: I want Hilrana to try to figure out like what's wrong with the, like what does the tree need? Yeah. Would that be nature?
0: Yes, that would be nature. It's innate. You go up and you touch the tree and you try to focus on it. There's there's definitely something wrong with this tree, it seems like there's a jumble of different, weird, unnatural things happening with this tree and you can't really tease out what would be needed to help it and what is part like important to the tree and what is not with that role. So it's almost overwhelming your senses as you touch the tree. Oh no. As you do that and the Baron continues to chant, what's everybody's passive perception? Mine's a 13. 14. 11. 10. I think, Hilrana, because you're focusing on this, you have your hand on the tree root. You are looking down a little bit, and you see that underneath your spider silk gown, right where you have your mark that's in your chest, it's starting to glow a little bit. And you can look around and see that everybody else's marks are glowing slightly, as if there's like an ember or something inside of their chest. Ooh. What check would I do to like
1: see if that means anything? I want to know if we should all Probably like religion. get together and like... Religion? Care Bear, stare at, Care bear stare at the Tree. Care bear <laughs> <stare> <laughs> at the Tree,
0: yes. Too bad you didn't take Speak with Plants for, for the day. Damn <laughs> it! Tree, yo, what do you need? <laughs> I got an eight. Yeah, again, you have no real... You can't really discern what it means. You can tell that it means something and that something is reacting, but you just don't know what it is.
2: What does this mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> does the tree look like sickly? You can make a nature check. I'll make one too. This is all happening fairly quickly. The Baron, as I said, is still chanting away. I got a one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks fine to me. Normal Normally, tree. I like, yeah. Yeah,
1: tree. I don't know.
0: There's a lot. Of, you guys are making a big deal out of this tree and I just don't get it. <laughs> I'm going to cast Comprehend Languages to see if I can understand what he's saying. interesting yes you can do that you and Hilrana would understand what he is saying because he is doing some kind of druidic language as he's speaking to this tree it sounded more like he was chanting because of the, the nature of the language but as you tune into what he's saying it sounds like he is pleading so he's saying please please I need this I've done everything I can for you I need her back she is what you need we can do this together. I will do anything you want. Just help. Hmm. So he thinks this Cosima, who is going to bring this tree, or spirit in the tree, back to its full vitality, and that's going to make everything better, is what I'm gathering from that. I'm trying to see if I have anything that could be helpful. He stops his chanting. He stands and he steps back from the tree and then just stands and stares and waits like all of the servants, which if you take a moment to look around, you can now see them all staring. The tree branches have stopped whipping around. No more leaves are falling down. And it's just an eerie silence as they just stand and wait. What's up, Baron? He's he doesn't say anything to you. And if you look into his eyes, they have kind of they're almost glossed over.
1: Cool. So you guys want to leave or what? <laughs> I
2: think we should leave. <laughs> just out of here.
1: Wait, can I ask Luke what's going on? Is he or is he also staring?
2: Luke
0: looks very confused. Um, and he he goes up to your side and to the to his to the Baron side and like tries to shake him, and the Baron doesn't react. And a moment later, a glowing seam splits the trunk of the heartwood, and out stumbles a naked, goo covered Cosima. Holy shit. She walks calmly over to the Baron and places a hand on his cheek as he stares in shock. And she says, It's all right, dearest. I'm here. You don't have to pretend anymore. And she strokes his cheek and blood tears just start to stream down again as he weeps. And she says, It wasn't your fault. There's something inside of it that's corrupting it. We have to stop it. As she finishes saying that and he's crying and she holds him, you all see as... What looks like dozens, then maybe hundreds, and many hundreds of strange, unnatural, almost Vanta black beetles come out of the seam that is in this tree and pour forth, filling the space and begin to just spiral around each other. It's like the mummy. and create. Yeah, exactly. They're not attacking anybody, but they seem to be forming some kind of shape. Hey there, it's your DM and pal Emily here with a few quick announcements. First off, before you skip through this, because I know, I get it, sometimes you want to just get back into the action, I need to do a content warning. The second half of this episode contains a reference to abuse and some horror elements that could seem pretty graphic. So if either of those things seem like they might be something you want to skip or get a little bit more information about, please check out our episode notes It will have details about when those sections occur and timestamps in case you would like to skip them. Okay, so now that that is out of the way, let me say thank you so, so, so. Oh my gosh, so much for listening. We're getting new listeners all the time. And if you are new to the podcast, this is a weird episode to start on, but hey, we're so happy to have you here. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much. Everyone who's been spreading the word about the podcast, everybody who's been leaving reviews, it just is so helpful and means the world to us. If you haven't left a review yet, maybe consider doing so or send the podcast to a friend. Any way that you can spread the word is really good for helping us grow and be able to keep creating our thirsty TTRPG content. This week, we want to do a specific thank you to our listener Bradley Simpson or at Orcish underscore dreams on Twitter. He is super supportive of the show. He's always having such wonderful interactions with us on Twitter. And we just appreciate you so much, Bradley. If you want to be mentioned and specifically thanked in a future episode, make sure to mention at roll romance in a post on Twitter. Really quick, because I know we want to get back to the story. I just want to do a little plug for our coffee. On there, we have all of our TTRPG content. We have some free stuff as well as some stuff that you can buy. And by supporting that, you're supporting the podcast and helping us to create more fun, romantic TTRPG content. Also, if you don't really need any supplements or want to buy anything, you can just donate to the podcast through our coffee. And any of that money is incredibly appreciated. It will help us keep growing and making things better. And hornier and funnier and just ramping up the quality of things that we can create for you. All right, let's get back to our adventures and see what else the evening holds for them. At the top of this new combat round, brought to you by...
1: (laughs) Brought to you by HyperShred. What was the catchphrase for HyperShred? True limit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have noticed this glow now everyone has noticed it and you all as a result are going to get some cool stuff at the mm. top of the round as the mark of lear on your chest glows. Mechanically, what this is going to do for you is at the top of each round, you are going to each get 10 temporary hit points. Ooh. They don't stack, so like if you haven't been right. used up, then you'll just stay at those 10 temporary hit points. And you also will get advantage on one attack ability or saving throw until the end of the next round. Melees doesn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> Stop influencing me! <my> <laughs> I already have a goddess. As the beetles take shape in front of you, they create a vaguely humanoid shape. At the top of the round, it is their turn. They start to emit this horrible humming drone as they all flap their wings and make this otherworldly sound. And they need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. I'm gonna choose to use my advantage now. I got a nat 20.
1: Oh man, I should use my advantage now also. (laughs)
0: I still did not do good. 12. I'm gonna go with 11. And Ferris is 17. Okay, so Melee's and Ferris, you shake it out of your mind. Lanny, you feel it start to take over your- mind, you got a 12, you said? Uh-huh, that's right. But you're able just barely to get rid of it, Whew. however poor Hilrana. There's just something so unnatural and strange about this. It's like a version of being confused. Everything seems strange and you feel dizzy and dazed a bit. You're not stunned, but I'll tell you on your turn what it's going to mean for you. Oh no. Also, all the people that were standing around are also going to the servants and such or have the same effect. Luke also fails.
2: Luke. Oh, you
0: guys are together though. Up next would be Ferris. All right, so there is a humanoid form comprised of beetles. Very weird, void-like beetles. A buzzin, And the Baron seems pretty stoked. I'm guessing he has was sobbing into Kasima's arms and looked up at these beetles and looks looks concerned. He looks say. concerned. Okay, you can, make, you can make an insight check. Yes. on the baron. I think the beetles might have been a surprise. Eleven. I don't know. Yeah, I think that from what she said, she said that there's something inside the tree that is oh, hurting, hurting it and it's coming. And then the beetles came out. Yeah. So you assume that he, the beetles were not part of what he was into. So she's going to cast Hex on the beetle. Strength is what I'm hexing. Strength. Okay, they're hexed with their strength. And then she will cast Lightning lore. Target must succeed on a strength saving throw. Oh, perfect. That makes sense. Shockingly... A creature made out of entirely beetles and small insects is not particularly strong as a unit. So it does nice. fail, it does fail. All right, so then with the lightning lore, it is going to take nine points. A couple of the beetles get hit by the lightning and they turn to ash and just fall to the ground. Anything else from Ferris? No, I believe that is all that I can do. Then it is Melee's turn. I want to cast Hunter's Mark on the Beetle Dude, which will give me extra 1d6, and I have advantage on any perception or survival checks. And then I want to slash at him. <laughs> I got a seven. They move almost out of the way of your blade, like kind of splicing, and then come back together. Up next is Hilrana. You had been affected by that weird drone. I need you to roll a d10. Two. <laughs> you act normally. So, Hilarana, you can do what you would like to do. I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the beetle form. Constitution save from the beetles. That's a net one for
2: this baby. <laughs> Good job, failing! <Philly. laughs> Yay. Yay. Yay! Fail, beetles, fail.
0: they <laughs> get. <laughs> Twenty-two. The light from the moonbeam, it hits some of these beetles and they turn to ash and fall off of the form of this creature. But it is still definitely up. Anything that's, else from uh, Hilbrana? I think that's all Hilbrana wants to do. Make another constitution saving throw. 20. Okay, so you're no longer affected by this thing, which didn't yes. really do anything to you, but it could have done something bad. It slightly cramped my style a little bit. Lanaver. Is there anybody behind this beetle... No, nah, it's kind of in the center of the clearing where the guests had been standing before and Melee's is right next to it. Yeah, but I can still like kinda Okay. You know, yeah. over to the side. And I'm going to cast Shatter at Third Level. It is a constitution save. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was another one for a second. It's still a fail. Nay. Nice. <laughs> I do 12 damage. More of the beetle's crumple to ash off of the strange mass. Anything else from Lanny? No. Alright, it's Luke's turn. He's got to roll a d10. He is just standing there dazed. He does nothing. Thanks a lot, Luke. He looks he's affected by nothing. the drone of these creatures. Yeah, he's got yeah. beetle brain. Don't judge him. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> he <claps>. got beetle
2: mania. <laughs> <Well, okay. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what I should name the... Yes. <laughs> beetle mania. Now it is back up to the top. You all see as this entity that's been carved away at a little bit, splits into two forms and... They are going to go off and try to envelop two of you. Yeah. Gross. I think they're going to try to envelop Luke because he's stunned. And they are going to go for... Let's roll. Ferris. (laughs) They can sense that you're probably not as healthy as the other people. Luke is okay, but he does take damage from these creatures. They bite into him. It's going to be a dex save. A dex save, yeah. So he Luke takes 18 points of bite damage. Yo, that's not fun. 19. So you also save, so you're going to take 13 points of biting damage. Okay. Fortunately, because you, you made the save, you feel like they're trying to burrow into your skin. Yeah. Uh, the Baron didn't take a turn. The Baron's still with Casima. He's just marveled that she's okay. Next time, he'll take a turn. Just like, y'all can handle this. Well, once he sees that Luke is being en- enveloped in beetles, maybe he'll help. Ferris. Yeah, so does their hex linger over? Because they've split into two now. So do I need to hex the ones that are on me? I would say that the ones that went towards you would be the entity that is currently hexed. I think, no, actually, they're probably both hexed. Because they're still technically one thing. They just did a weird split. All right, so she would um, cast Slow. Wisdom saving throw. Plus one, so that would be a 14. They fail.
2: (gasps) Damn it! (laughs) So they're
0: slowed. Okay, great. Anything else from Ferris? I don't think I have any other bonus sections, but I'm gonna check real quick. I think my hex is my bonus section. Meles, you see that these things are now swarming over Luke and Ferris. You don't know who Luke is. Somebody, some guy that was making out with- I don't care. (laughs) man, so I really can't slash in him otherwise I'd be slashing into Ferris and you'd have to, yeah, it'd have to be it'd be Trixie well I have command so would that work on beetles? you don't know, make an intelligence check. 15 you have a sense that these things probably don't have the ability to be commanded in that way gotcha Okay. Then I'll I'll smack them. Okay. I'll smack and smite them. So you're just gonna do an unarmed attack? Yeah, <laughs> we got to go on them. Smack and smite. Yeah. <laughs> Get off of this. <laughs> <it. laughs> got a twenty two. You've been around Ferris's body but I can take a smack. <laughs> <laughs> I go for the butt. Uh, well, yeah, you. you hit the butt and are you smiting? Yeah. The damage of the slap is gonna be negligible, but Yeah, it's five so slot. five but then add your smite on top of the eight eight nice yeah very cool yay so it looks pretty injured you've thinned out a big portion Smacked of good. the, the beetles all the ones that were on ferris's butt are just they're gone dead <laughs> and weirdly though she is in a crazy and dangerous situation she did appreciate and enjoy <laughs> that yeah <laughs> all right uh, anything else from Melace? can i smack again
2: you get I have double attacks. Attacked. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so, okay. So, so I'll hit
0: both cheeks. Okay. for a second. attack. <laughs> God, I've missed me, Lace. 14? <laughs> oh, yeah. 14 would hit this thing. 11. 11. Yeah. So I would say that there are, it doesn't seem like this thing is able to hold its form anymore. There are a few remaining beetles on Ferris, but not enough to engulf her at all. Okay. And I'm going to brush any dead things off. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. And they, they turn to ash a little bit. Hilvana, Luke is covered in beetles and looking very hurt. Man.
1: I don't know what I can do that won't hurt him. I'm going to turn into a bear. Amazing. Okay. And then start pulling beetles off of him.
0: Okay, so I guess that would be like a claw attack. 22! Okay, so the bite hits, and then you can roll two, uh, claws. Oh, no, I'm sorry, just one more, with only one claw. 18. Okay, yeah, so the bite and claw both hit. Nine for the bite. It doesn't seem to do quite as much damage as you would hope, but it does take some of them off of it. And it's gross, they turn to, like, just dust in your mouth. 10. 10? Okay, yeah. That also doesn't seem like it does quite as much as you would have hoped for, but you did get rid of some of its form in that attack. I just realized something, but it's my fault, so I'm just going to skip right past it. Lanniver, it is your turn. I'm going to yell at the Baron. Okay. Baron, we need your help. You don't even need to make a persuasion check. He looks up and he sees what's happening to Luke. He gets out of his his weeping stupor and nods at you. I mean, I'm faced with the same dilemma everybody else has. Anything that I can do to the beetles it's also going to potentially really hurt Luke so um I'm going to try and grab onto him somehow through the beetles if there's like an opening um and I'm going to sing my healing song at him oh awesome yeah and I'll do that at second level 15 plus 5 so 20 20 hit points Nice. oh jeez that's good (sighs) okay It is now Luke's turn. You, up close to him, as well as Hilrana, see that these things are just biting into his flesh, still trying desperately to eat him alive. Oh, God. And he is going to try to make another save, and he's going to try to push his way out of the beetles. Still, sadly, just not quite enough. Damn! Uh, So he's going to take more damage. So good thing you healed him. It is the Baron's turn, and the Baron is going to... He's just going to try to go up and attack the beetles off of Luke. Yeah, that'll hit. Five points of damage. Still hanging in there. And god, you'd think that he's like a, a vampire would be good at this shit. But apparently, you know, Necrotic v. Necrotic, as it turns out, is not the best. That's not a good Pokémon um, battle. No, not at all. <laughs> and he gets to do a unarmed strike. Okay, that'll still hit and... Okay, that's better. They're not completely gone. There were still some that are over, that were on Ferris. They are going to move off of you all. The remaining ones coalesce into something and then start moving towards the servants that are just standing there. And it's going to try to envelop and devour one of those people. Come on, beetles. So you watch... As these beetles have scurried away from you in horror, as the flesh is completely devoured off of this servant, they're eating it, and you can see that already, like bits of bone and stuff are coming yeah. visible as the servant is eaten alive. That's not my favorite. They are not currently uh, attacking any of you, though. So at the top would be Ferris. So we should leave, right? Yeah, oh, fuck them. I- <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of the baron's problem now. They're his people. I think that because I don't want to drag this yeah. out, between all of you, you could dispose of those the remaining beetles. Yeah. However, that servant will die. As the last bit of beetle turns to ash, might everybody make a perception check for me? Dirty 20. 16. I got a one. <laughs> oh, <slowly. laughs> rolling poorly. Well, you've come into a
2: weird situation. I don't
0: know what's going on. Dirty 20. At the same moment as you're surveying this scene after things calm down a little bit, Lanny and Hilrana notice the seam on the tree has now sealed up, but you both can see at the base, there is something glowing there on the ground in front of the tree. I'm gonna go look at it. What are you doing, Lanny? I'll also go look at it. Okay, so you go up and look at it. You can see up close, that it is a stone in the shape of a leaf and it is glowing this bright orange color. I'm
1: going to eat it.
0: Do you, do you, do you, <laughs> do you <laughs> want to stop <laughs> from are eating Are you it? really eating <laughs> it? I'm going to pick it up in my mouth. Are you going to try to touch it, Lanny? No. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Elrana, what are you doing? And as Elrana picks shiny. it up <laughs> in her bare mouth. Hilrana, as you chomp kind of your jaws around the stone, which is pretty small for a bare mouth, your vision is taken away from where you are in the moment and you have this series of images flashing through your mind. A woman in a tattered, dirty dress stumbles through a darkened forest. She looks back over her shoulder in fear every few steps. In the distance, you hear someone shouting. Marina, come back! You fucking whore, come back here or I'll kill you! The woman hides behind a tree, and you can feel her panicked, pained breathing and her heart threatening to beat out of her chest. The shouting gets more distant, and she begins running again. Her arms are bruised, and she clutches her side in pain. You feel that pain stabbing into your own ribs. She reaches a clearing before collapsing to her knees, She has nothing left. She cannot escape him. He will always drag her back if this isn't the time he actually has killed her. She touches her side, gasping in pain as her hand comes back bloody, beginning to sway. Her vision and yours darkens, but it is suddenly startled to consciousness as she hears the crack of footsteps in the clearing. You see a huntress wielding a massive longbow, a hood obscuring her face. She looks down at the woman. You are dying, the Huntress says calmly as she approaches. I feel in you the rage, the pain, the roiling despair. It called to me. The woman attempts to crawl away but collapses again. I am here now. Do you want me to end this pain? You have been hurting for so long. She touches the woman's cheek gently and the woman looks up to meet the huntress's eyes if if i die no one will know no one will stop him from doing this to anyone else the woman's whole body begins to shake the huntress places her hands on the woman's shoulders firmly i can give you the power to stop him you are dying but i can make you live on it will not be painless Do you want this? You see the glow of ember-like eyes from beneath the Huntress's hood. The woman lets out a shuddering sigh and whispers, Who are you? The Huntress pulls back her hood and the woman gasps. You try to make out the details of the Huntress's face, but it is just too bright, too radiant. After a moment, the woman reaches out her hands to the Huntress. Yes, that is what I want. She collapses and her blood begins to seep into the earth. The huntress pulls out a dagger and slices her own wrist, feeding her blood to the woman. Vines and flowers begin to surround them. The scene changes rapidly in a flash. The woman stands before a seedling, tending it with care. Then the same woman sits at the base of the tree, which has grown tall, but her appearance is still as youthful as the first vision. Another flash, and the unaging woman stands in front of the massive hardwood. Around her is a small gathering of people. You recognize one of them. Fresh-faced Countess Imani, one by one, they nod with determination as the woman, the vampire, approaches and drains their blood. She feeds some of her own blood to them through a slash in her palm. As they bleed out into the earth, the tree seems to swell and glow with vitality. Their bodies sink into the ground, and the woman sits down on the forest floor with a soft sigh. As she waits, you hear her whisper, Lear, grant them the power to reclaim their desires and destroy those who would attempt to abuse, manipulate, and bend others to their will. The woman and tree fade from view as the burning mark of Lear on your chest pulls you back to reality.